Last time in the Adventures of Ashame podcast. You see three priests wearing chainmail armor with blue cassocks over their armor. We can help you, your elf. Arwen, elf! Arwen at this point has just been like sitting and just playing with her thumbs. Just like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's happened. The wagon train comes to a stop. And you are surrounded by bandits wearing syndicate badges on their cloaks. Oh no! Oh, such wonderful timing, my lord. I'd like you to meet my fiance, Hilltop. We'd like to be married as soon as possible. Okay, so Lord Tavros looks at Hillborn with a shocked face. You want to marry her, Hillborn? He asks. Well. I I certainly feel about her that way, uh, although the question is a bit sudden. I mean, if you truly want to marry this woman, we can have it done right away. I I would love that. A ring or the head of a great beast or the entrails or dead family of a particular rifle of hers, but if she's willing to go through with that without any wedding gifts, then yes, yes, I do. Sick kind of leans over the hilltop and it says, like, are you sure about this? This seems a little rushed. We only just met this person a few days ago. Sick, if you're going to go through life and ask yourself, am I rushing this at every opportunity? You might live for a long time, all right? But it's not going to be fun. And I feel like I have a chance to find out if this can work or not. And I feel like it can. He's looking at you skeptically, but it's clear that you're not going to listen to him, so he just shrugs his shoulder. It's your funeral if this goes south. Actually, Zick, it's my wedding. Lord Tavra looks at you, Hilltop, and says, if that's what you wish, I shall have the priest prepare. Would you like the honor, Lady Arwen? Arwen, knowing what she saw before, looks at Hilltop, looks at the lady, looks back at Hilltop and goes, I would be honored. Two sets of royalty ordaining us? <laughs> I don't think there's anyone who would say no to that. I can actually think of a few people, but... None of them are alive, and that's what counts. Great, then it's settled. But after that, I need to dispatch you on another mission. The Syndicate has set up an arena inside our borders in the town of Quillreach. I want it shut down permanently. Do what you must to drive the Syndicate out of Waylor's borders. Kill them if you must. However, I want you to try to get a prisoner. Someone who can actually give us some information. The guys you brought back were worthless. 
we need to know more about them in order to defeat them. Now get a good night's rest. You leave for Quill Reach in two days. At this point, is it like we have a little bit of time before, like we need a rest and everything like that? Yeah, it's like midday. Okay, great. great. I would like to go down to the church and finally get uh, my father's ember stone looked at. I would also like to go down to the church and ask a priest where they would recommend someone buy um, a wedding ring from. A wedding ring? What's that? What do they have here, if, if not wedding rings? Are you talking a hand-fasting cord? Yeah, 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 the braided, yeah, that thing. The priest supplies that. Oh, neat. Is there a place where I can get a wedding gift of any kind? Pretty much any of the gift shops. All right, well. As for the amber stone, we do recognize this. It is from the crown of Adelaide. It is the gem of relaxation. Whenever the wearer of the crown takes a short rest, they're bestowed with the benefits of a long rest. And you wouldn't happen to know any uh, history or anything about my father's crown? Kind of looking for it, you know, just in case. We know that the gems were split from it when it was taken from his head, but we do not know the locations of them. Is there a library nearby? There is a city library. Great. Arwen's going to go there and try and figure out if she can find any kind of um, folklore or myths or any information on what kind of what her father's crown did before when it was all together and to see if there's any maybe gossip of who might have the stones because I mean, if you have these stones that can, like, give a, a short rest equal to a long rest, then probably you're going to boast about it. So you make your way to the library, and you start searching around for books. Give me an investigation check, please. That's a dirty 20. Okay, you do find a book on ancient Adelaidean artifacts which the crown is in. Oh, great. Crown of Adelaide. Magical artifact, seven days attunement to by con uh, continuous wear. The crown of Adelaide has been worn by the king of Adelaide since the fall of the em empire. It is the, a circlet crown with five gems embedded around the crown. A large amber sits in the middle with a diamond and a aquamarine on the left side, and an opal and an amethyst on the right side. Each gem grants a special ability to the wearer. Uh, ember. Gem of relaxation. When the wearer takes a short rest, they are bestowed the benefits of a long rest. Diamond. Gem, gem of command. By expending two charges from the crown, the wearer may cast command as an action. 
Aquamarine, Gem of Leadership. After attunement, the wearer of the crown gains a plus two to charisma and gains double proficiency in charisma. This can be used once every 10 years. Opal, Gem of the Mind. By expending one charge, the wearer can cast Detect Thoughts as an action. Amethyst, Gem of Understanding. By expending one charge, the wearer can cast Comprehend Languages as an action. The crown builds charges during attunement by one charge every two days of wearing, reaching a max of four charges on the seventh day of wearing the crown. All charges are restored at sunrise after attunement. As for the location of the other pieces, no one there knows. Okay. While the others are going to do their things at the church, I am at a jeweler's store, looking over some of their stones, and I'm trying to pick one out that's fairly expensive. Too, too expensive. And for one, you know, about 500 silver pieces. They have several stones that's worth that value. Is there any particular one that you're looking for? Do they have any moonstone? They have one that is about 600 silver. <sighs> Excuse me. Yes. I'm... I'm interested in this moonstone here, but price tag's a little steep. You think we could negotiate on it? What are you looking to spend? I'd be willing to offer 450 for it. 450 for a dwarven moons. That's a little low. Well? What about if... 550? Ooh, that's still a little steep. How about 475? Lowest I could go is 525. You see, the highest I'm willing to go is 500. How about we meet in the middle and go there? Persuasion check. Oh, persuasion check. Six. 525. How about 515? Okay. I pay the shopkeeper 515 silver and tuck the moonstone into my bag. And then I leave the store. All right, Hilltop. I'm going to go to one of the gift shops. Is there is there someone who's, you know, working here, some behind the desk that I can speak to? The shop owner. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to go up to the shop owner. I'm going to, you know, put one hand on the counter. You know... Um, May I help you? So, I I'm, I'm getting married, all right, and I I don't exactly have a wedding gift or any real money as a dowry or something like that. So I'm I'm wondering if there are any things in this shop of yours that you might recommend as a wedding gift. She enjoys physical things. She she oversees a merchant caravan. 
Um, I assume uh, she likes shiny jewels, bits and baubles, fine clothing, um, different ways to kill a man. Different ways to kill a man? Oh, well, well, we were on our way over here. We were ambushed by, by bandits. And and she killed one of the bandits by lifting him up in there with her magic and then well, tearing his guts out with her mind. The shop owner is looking at you wide-eyed and you're marrying this woman? You know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Please tell me that the bride price is low. Yes. Hilltop says full, like, confident face, 100% lying, doesn't know what the bride price is. See, usually the groom just pays the bride price. Oh, yeah, no, I know what the... I know what the bride price is. We definitely have that where I come from. Yeah, we have those where, where I come from. I know what those are. But if I still wanted to give her a gift. Are you sure that you don't want something that may be a weapon? Since she likes to fight? If I were to get a weapon, you know, maybe 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 a maybe a very fine, nicely looking ornamental dagger. Um, is there a, a smith or a seller that you would perhaps shuffle me on over to in recommendations? I would recommend Draymok. He's right down the street. You can't miss him. Heavy set dwarf. Real short. You like I said, you can't miss him. Thank you. Snaps his fingers, leaves a tip of six silver, and then hops on out of the shop waving, saying, Thank you. You've been much more helpful than the priests. Good luck. I'll need it. And I had four stalls down on the left. How can I help you? Hello there, Mr. Dwarf. Now, uh, someone like you surely must at least, if not know, then what I'm going through. So I'm getting married, and I would like to provide a wedding weapon, a wedding gift for, for the dowry, the, the, the payment, at least part of it. And I was thinking of an ornamental dagger of sorts. I have something here. You do? It goes back into the back room and brings out a dusty box. Inside the box is a dagger that in the handle 
is an opal. Do you think she'd like this? Hmm. I think she would. All right. I'm going to pick up the dagger and I'm going to start going through just some slow, simple motions with it. I'm not really, I'm not trying to show off. I'm more just trying to make sure that the dagger isn't, that the blade isn't loose, um, that it, it can be held comfortably, that the the guard or um, the hilt wrapping doesn't need to be replaced. You know, just trying to make sure that it's a it's a good quality. And you hear in your head, I hope this idiot buys this. I want it out of my shop. Mighty fine piece, isn't it? Sorry, what? I said it's a mighty fine piece, isn't it? On top appears to be very confused. Is that all that you said? Yes. Huh. I guess the wind must be blowing in from somewhere. Um, it definitely looks very nice. How much? How much would you perhaps sell this for? One hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. And I can. The stone in it is worth that much alone. What about one thirty? As you said, it's it's been here for how long? Nineteen years. And to be honest, I'm I'm looking more towards perhaps buying the one hundred gold piece that you can make that you proclaimed would be your best work. I couldn't put that opal, which is a beauty, into the other one. How long would it take you to make the other one? About a week. Ooh, about if a week. If you want my best work. Ah, no, that's understandable, though. Best work, about a week. Is that 130? Uh, you got yourself a deal. All right, so Hilltop happily hands over the 130 silver. Um, Dagger probably isn't worth that much, but the jewel at least looks to be very good. So I, I'd imagine that he wasn't lying about that. The The dagger probably is worth more than he paid for it just because of the jewel. Well, you hear inside of your head, what an idiot. Then the dwarf says, have a great day and good luck with the wedding. I'm sorry, are you... Have a great day. Good luck with the wedding. Yes. Are you sure you didn't say anything else? What else would I have said? I thought I heard you calling me an idiot. What are you talking about? You didn't say anything. I said good luck on the wedding and to have a great day. I could swear that I heard you. Now he's looking at you all concerned now. Mm. Sir, are you okay? Uh, it must it must be some kind of magical effect or some sort. I've been trying out different spells lately, and I could have sworn that I heard you inside of my mind. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Hmm. Say, is is there some sort of magical shop that I can go to? There's the temple. They usually handle all the magic in town. The temple? Yes, sir. Just the temple? Yes, sir. Nobody else but the temple? No, sir. Oh. All right. Well, thank you for the information. I'm sorry for acting unseemly or, or strange and... Well, I hope you have a good day, too. You, too. And you hear right. in your mind, I hope he leaves soon before I have to call the guards. See, I just heard you again. Do I need to get the guards here? I just heard you say that in my mind. All right. I think I'm going to call for guards now unless you leave. I think I'm going to have to leave and go to the temple. All right, well, good luck, and hopefully you don't get anyone else who hears your inane, annoying thoughts inside of their head. Good day. Good day. And Hilltop leaves and goes to the temple. So you're at the temple with Urez now? Is Arwen still there? She went to a library. She went to the library All right, so I am going to approach one of the priests and show them the dagger. And I'm going to say, priest, I, I have a bit of a, a problem. May we help? I just bought this dagger. It's part of the dowry for my upcoming wedding and ever since I, I i laid my hands on it i picked it up and the man who was across from me i started hearing him inside of my mind and when i questioned him on on what i was hearing he didn't know what what i was talking about so would you like me to see if that dagger is magical oh I hope that it is magical, because if, if not, then I need to look over some of the spells and equations I've been going over. We can cast Detect Magic on it for 250 silver. Modest donation. Would, would, hmm. Is that all you do? You cast Detect Magic? We could identify after we find out if it's magical. If I do the detect magic part, um, and you only did the identify part, if it is magical. 250 silver. 250? Yes, sir. No less? Unfortunately, that's the required donation. First, we have to find out if it's magical. Oh, I hope it is. It better be, because if not, then, again, I'm going to have to go over some of my my experiments lately. Where can I set up my, my area for casting Detect Magic myself? He leads you over into a quiet room that has an altar in it. Thank you. 
Hilltop is going to cast Detect Magic as a ritual. So you do your concentration and you see the opal is glowing with enchantment magic. Oh, um, Priest, it looks as if it's growing with enchantment magic. So he leans over and casts the identify ritual. And he says, you do not want to give that as a wedding present. This is the only wedding present that I have. It's what do you mean yeah, that I wouldn't want to? That gem can cast detect thoughts. OK, it's not as surprising as it would be otherwise, considering I already went through having thoughts. I. It appears to be one of the stones from the crown of Adelaide. You be kidding me. Is, is there a way to, re, to remove the stone from the dagger? Any blacksmith should be able to do that for you without damaging it. Oh. How much do you think it would cost? Depends on what the blacksmith oh. charges. I'm not a blacksmith. Oh, I wish you were. I wish you were. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your your help. Nathuras be always be with you. Nathuras always be with you too. Hands over the silver, clutching at his his bags the entire time just very painful to be giving up the money and then heads out and searches for a different blacksmith <laughs> you do find another blacksmith in town that doesn't look like he's as skilled as the first one was but he's got some nice wares hello there hello Smith. there how may i help you so I'm in a bit of a conundrum, you see. I bought this dagger. The jewel in the dagger is actually belonging to one of my friends. So now I need the jewel out of the dagger. But then the main part of this dagger for why I was giving it to the woman that I'm marrying is no longer part of the dagger. And I'm I'm here for advice. Well, we could take it out of the dagger, but then the dagger would look pretty normal, dare I say. Yeah, it would look pretty normal. Is is there another another similarly sized stone of sorts? Or maybe maybe another stone and, and you can resize the the slot on the dagger to affix that stone? Let me see what I got over here. Alright. And he pulls out a little box of gems. How about this amethyst? I like the way the lights kind of swirl around in the middle of it. How long do you think it would take to take out the the jewel that's already in there and replace it with that amethyst. I could do it in about two hours. In about two hours? Oh. 
Oh, you're saving my life with that time. Uh, how much would it cost? Say 30 for the amethyst and another 20 to put it in. So 50 silver. 50 silver. Two hours would be your best work, right? Yes, sir. Oh, that's great to hear. I would be happily willing to part 50 silver for that. Okay, so he takes the dagger from you. He takes the 50 silver, puts it in his belt pouch, and is like, be back in a couple hours. I'll have this ready for you. Thank you. He bows and turns, heads back into the back room to start working. Hilltop leaves. Are there parks? Yeah, there's like a town square that has a little grassy area in it. Hilltop is going to go to the town center and sit beneath a tree. Arwen walks right out those doors and sees Hilltop. Hey, Hilltop, look what I found. And brings, like, I. she probably took notes of, like, well, the gems did and shows him. Look, so... See, I have this stone, and then I'm just missing these four stones. And, you know, I only had to pay 250 silver to get this stone, like, known. But what, what have you been up to today? Uh, you're missing three stones. You're missing those three stones, Hilltop says, pointing to the three stones. This one, he says, pointing to the stone that was on the dagger. This one has been found at the what? cost of 426. No, that's hmm because if you go 80 to 20, that's that's only 40, 436. 436 silver pieces. We have this stone you have two for the price of 436 silver pieces, Arwen. 436. 130 for the dagger. 250 to get it identified. And then 50 to get the jewel out and replaced with amethyst. Arwen, this whole time, has been reaching down, very slowly, mind you, and grabbing her little pouch of silver as he's just repeating this number and slowly digging her hand in, grabbing his hand, turning it over, and emptying her whole pouch of 305 silver into his hand and says, I will pay the rest of it when I get more money. You will not complain about it. Think of it as a wedding gift. I was afraid I wouldn't have enough money for the, for the bride price. Okay. You have plenty of money. Thank Don't you. Don't worry about it. So what's Zick doing right now? He went back to the castle. Basically, he's starting to... You know, sketch up plans for his arcane armor. So you guys head back to the castle, rest up for the night. And then the next morning, 
you're escorted to the chapel in the castle where Arwen stands at the base of a small altar in a small quiet temple. Two priests stand to the side of her as she stands near Hilltop. She smiles to Hilltop before the bride walks in. Once Octara is at the altar, Arwen speaks. Today, we're gathered to witness the marriage of these two people, Hilltop and Octara. Hilltop, will you take Octara as your loving wife? I will. Gladly. Octara, will you take Hilltop as your loving husband? She responds, I do. Then we will do the knot tying ceremony with this rope and Arwen kind of turns to one of the priests and picks up a really ornate kind of rope. We'll signify your unbreaking bond. She drapes the rope over the two hands and starts to tie the rope around the hands. This rope will be your binding for life. As long as your love is strong, your rope will not break. And she slowly finishes tying the rope into a knot. She smiles and says, if anyone has any reservations about this union that we are here today, please speak now or forever hold your peace. Everyone kind of looks at the very small crowd, <laughs> waits, and then says, then I am happy to say that you are now husband and wife. You may kiss each other. And she steps back. Hilltop, you know, not in one hand, swoops Octara up with the other, leans down, and kisses her. Hopefully the kiss is getting through that. All right, she breaks the kiss, looks at Hilltop and says, and the bride price. Ah, uh, just one second because I also have, with, with Bride Price, I also have, pulls out the dagger, this lovely piece for you. Now, the dagger isn't really anything special, but the jewel on it looks very nice, so I thought to get it as sort of a gift to go along with the Bride Price. She gives you a quick peck on the lips and says, thank you. Hooks the dagger to her waist and then puts the 200 silver in her pouch. He watches that 200 silver go. Lord Tabras looks at you all and says, now that that business is done, you have one day yes, to enjoy your honeymoon before you have to head to Quillage. We must get the syndicate player. out of my board. I just wanted to thank you for listening to our show and wanted to encourage you to join the Discord, which the link is in our show's description on Spotify and other platforms. And spread the word about our show. We're not really doing anything special to advertise. It's all entirely word of mouth. So if you're enjoying the show, share it with your friends, you know, talk about it on social media. Just spread the word. I'm having a lot of fun, and it seems like we're going to have some big things coming on the horizon. So keep listening, and let's get back to the adventure.
It takes you two days to reach Quellreach. When you arrive, you're greeted by syndicate guards at the edge of town. Halt in the name of the Odrati Syndicate. State your business, one of the guards says with authority. We're here to buy trinkets and baubles to send to our family across the waters. Check your weapons. Uh, where would we check them at? Hand them over and we'll let you through. Do we come back to you two, or is there an area that we would pick them up from uh, once we're leaving? They'll be here at the guard station. Ah, oh, thank you. All right. And... See, so, yeah, uh, my dagger's concealed. I'll hand over my mace and my spear. Yep. Hand over your weapons, you two. Hand over your Arlen weapons. very slowly hands over the mace, and then very slowly hands over the crossbow. All right, you notice that there's a lot of people scurrying around and making a makeshift arena. There is a large orc directing the townsfolk in the construction of it. There's also a wagon that has a large cage on it, holding roughly a dozen people in it. They appear to be slaves. Uh, the orc guys. turns and sees you, his eyes widen, and he says, as he draws his sword, You! I know you! Pointing his sword at Zick. You are wanted, dead or alive, Zick the Armless. Dead is preferred. Guards! And five guards show up surrounding you. Initiative? I got a seven total. I got 18. All right, Arwen, you're first. Okay. Um. How far is the nearest guard from me? They're, they're flanking you guys. You're completely surrounded. Okay. okay I'm going to do Sacred Flame, which is a dexterity saving throw. All right. Um, and that spell DC is 14. All right, and they failed. That's an 11 damage. They step back five feet. So now they're ten feet away. And that's all I can do. Next is Hilltop. Alright, I am going to raise my quarterstaff high, which, haha, the guards at the front gate probably thought was my walking staff or something, as they didn't take it. I slam my staff into the ground and cast Thunder Wave. Uh, the DC save is a con and 13. Sculpt spells to protect the two of them because Thunder Wave is an evocation spell. I have two saves and two fails. All right. The two saves take five damage, the two fails take 10 and are pushed back 10 feet away from me. All right. You downed one and. The other three are still up. Right, and I got one hit on Hilltop. You have one hit on me? Yes. Aha! Silvery barbs. No, you don't. Silvery barbs. Reroll that, please. And I will yell out, Don't you know who I am? <laughs> still hits you. 
Oh, still hits me. Damn it. Well, you know, I tried. Um, right, that was five damage. All right. And I will give the advantage to Arwen. But the one that um, moved away from the first attack. Is there anyone within five feet of me? You do not have one within five feet. Can I circle around to flank without being within five feet of anyone so I can use my long limbs feature? You could flank with Hilltop. Okay. I will circle around, flank, and draw my dagger so I can attack. That first one was 11. The second one is a 9. That's a miss. And we're back to Arwen. I'm going to do Guiding Bolt. That's a 17. That's a hit. Great. So that is 12 damage. They're down. Great. All right. So now you are flanking with Hilltop. I think I know what I'm going to do. All right. So the one that I am flanking is Zick. Zick, did you hit that one? Nope. Okay, the one that I am flanking with Arwen, I know has also not been hit. Are either one of the two... What? They've both been hit by your Thunder Wave. I was about to ask, did either one of them fail the Thunder Wave, or both of them passed? Did both of them pass? Both of them passed. Okay, both of them passed. All right. Well, the one that I am flanking with Zick. Arwen, did you use your advantage? Uh, it canceled out. Um, with the advantage for guiding bolt. I am going to attack the one that Arwen and I are flanking. Okay. I'm two-handing my quarterstaff. That is a 14 total. It's a mess. Uh, that is <laughs> the end of my turn. Alright, I got one that is going to move up and flank Zick. Well, it's your turn, Zick. I'm going to try and stab the one that I'm flanking with Hillsop. Okay, that's a good start. That's a 23. And yeah, don't even need to mention the other one. 23. And that is going to be six damage on the dagger. He's still up. Hey, at least to hit him. Arwen. Is anyone, like, is one of the people within touch range of me? Yes. You're flanking. Okay. I'm going to do um, inflict wounds. All right, and you have advantage. Oh, great. Okay. Um, that is 15. That is a dirty 20. That's a hit. 10, 14, 16. You downed them. So there's one guy in between the two of us, and then there is one guy also right next to you, Zick, that is on the opposite side of me. I would like to attack the one that is between me and Zick, the one that we are flanking. All right. Joining the quarterstaff. That is a 24 on the first roll, and 
I'll roll again just because I can. Hopefully it's in that one or something. I can get that out of the way. Hey, it was actually in that one. All right. That's my nat one of the session out of the way on a roll with advantage. Let's go. That's a hit. All right. Now here's the thing, my dude. You just jinxed it. I hope you realize that. I didn't jinx it. I just rolled the that was my nat one of the well, whatever. How many however many nat ones I would have gotten this session. That is one of them out of the way and ineffective. That is a total of six damage onto that you card. Down. Well. And the other one is attacking Zick, and that is a miss. Zick, your turn. So I'm going to do something that's probably going to seem really weird. But uh, how far away is the captain from me? He's about 30 feet. Okay. I'm going to step 10 feet forward. I'm going to take the opportunity attack. Okay. So I'm going to let you resolve that first. It misses. And then I'm going to bring my dagger up, look the captain in the eye, and say, I made the armless, but... At least I lost it protecting somebody that, you know, your men killed. And then I'm going to throw my dagger. And that is going to be a 23 to hit. That hits. Uh, that is going to be 6 damage. Then I am going to close the distance and grab my dagger out of him. Okay, he's going to take 1 additional damage for you pulling the dagger out. And I'm just looming over this dude. All right, and it is Arwen's turn. Okay, um, I'm going to... Is there any more guards? One of them's ten feet away from you. I'll take a five-foot step closer, and then I'm going to do Word of Radiance, um, which is a con save, DC 14. And he saves. Hilltop, you got one ten foot away from you. And then you got the captain that's 20 feet away. I'll advance to the one that is 10 feet away. And I will swing my quarterstaff two-handed. And that is a 16 on the first roll to hit. 16 hits. Cool. All right. That is five damage. You down him. Nice. All right. Captain's the only one up. Captain Kazan is the last one. And remember, we have to take one of them for um, questioning. And it is Kazan's turn, swinging his longsword at Zik, and misses. All right, so I'm going to try and disable that arm more by stabbing it, as to non-lethally attack him. And that is a 16 to hit. You miss. Arwen. Um, You're now 25 feet away, which means you could move up to get into melee range. I'm actually going to stay where I am because it's within 60 feet, and I'm going to do Sacred Flame, which is a dex saving throw. Fail. That's six damage. And then that's all I can do, so I'm just going to stay where I am. 
Hilltop, you're 25 feet away. All right, 25 feet away. I see. Here's the thing: if I cast Ice Knife right now, then I'm not going to have any more spell slots. However, how hurt does this guard captain appear to be? He looks like he's wounded, but he's still standing strong. Okay. Um, I am going to move within five feet of him using my aggressive bonus trait. As a bonus action, you can move blah, 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 up to an enemy of your choice that you can see her here. And I'm going to use Shocking Grasp. He is wearing metal armor, right? Yes. Cool. It's a plus three. Seven on the first roll. And a six on the second. You miss. I am my turn. Okay, and he is going to attack Zick. And that is a miss. Zick, your turn. Gonna circle into flanking with this guy. Don't even need to roll. That's a nat 20. Four, eight, 11 damage. Max damage. As I just bring this dagger down hard into his shoulder. And he's still up. I'm not surprised by that. But I'm staring this dude in the face as I bring this dagger down on his shoulder and this fury in my eyes. How how hurt does he look? He looks like he's taking a beating. Okay. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame again. That's a dex save 14. Failed. That's five. Okay, he's still up. Shocking grasp. 13. Okay, 13 for the first hit. For the first roll, I mean. And a 12 for the second roll. I end my turn. And he's gonna try to hit Hilltop and misses. Okay, 19 to hit for 7 damage. He drops down to one knee. Enough! I surrender! Good. Zick! We weren't planning on it. We got... Hey, we got one! Hey! (laughs) I'm still holding my dagger in his shoulder and just letting it stay there held tight because I want it to hurt. You guys got rope? Yes. Yeah. Tie him up. I'm gonna need that deck. Well, uh, I'll pick up one of their weapons. You can uh, keep on sticking him if you want to. Just This is just to make sure he doesn't try and run off. I believe you. The hilltop um, grabs one of the Fallen's weapons and uses it to cut off three feet of rope from his 44 feet, making it now 41, and ties up the captain of the guard. Okay. 
And I would like to... I slowly take the dagger out as to not cause more damage. Okay. I would like to scavenge... What what weapons did all the twelve guardsmen have? They had long swords. Long swords, all right. They're not worth anything. All right, scavenging the long swords. And what type of armor did they have? They had chainmail. And scavenging the chainmail. What type of weapon did the guard captain have? He had a long sword as well. Yeah. All right, that's mine now. Uh, what type <laughs> of armor did the guard captain have? <laughs> It's still on him. It's still on him? What is it? Plate mail. Plate mail? Now we got we gotta cut that rope off and take his plate mail off. That's worth a lot of money. Why <laughs> just making him like strip? There were right. twelve. Uh it, it was 12 people all with chainmail, right? No, it was five. Wait, how many? Wait, wait, wait. What type there of were five left? guards and then the guard captain making six? I wrote 12 because I, I still thought about I thought about the bandit fight. I didn't think about or not the bandit fight, but the uh, the initial fight. That's my bed. So there's five, six long swords. And five chain mails. And after cutting away the ropes, stripping of the, stripping him of his armor, and getting another three feet of rope, putting me down to 38 feet, one set of plate armor. It was plate. Plate mail, yeah. It's going to be really roughed up, though. Eh, that's all right. Even doesn't end up being worth anything. I, I can probably do something with it. Oh, it, it better be worth something. Plate? Are you kidding me? A mat? Come on. Zip. It, it's not Imagine. in good condition at all. Imagine how much money some peasant would pay for worthless armor. Imagine how much I could make use of it here soon. I've got plans here, Hailtop. Can I've you got... turn it into silver? I can turn it into something better. Trust me. Can you turn it into something worth more silver than it is right now? Perhaps. Damn it. I really wish you didn't say that. We can sell the long swords, though, right? Right? Oh, if somebody will take money for them, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I want to keep the plate armor at the very least, and maybe a little more chain mail. So, two sets of chainmail? Yeah. Alright, so, yeah, we can sell off the other three sets of chainmail and the six longswords. I don't know how to use a longsword. I can probably swing around with it, but I imagine I might cut myself sooner or later, to be honest. So, while this is all happening, while I was organizing the loot, uh... I'm going to go over to the a wagon and going to cast guidance on myself and pick the lock using my thieves tools. Okay. Roll to see if you do. 
Okay, that is a 12 plus 2, 14. Okay, you pick it. And I'm going to open up the wagon and then turn and have my eyes on the walls where I'm sure the guards are. And I'm going to speak in a loud voice and say, We have just taken down several of your men and taken your captain. Captain. Now, you have two options here. One, we kill you, as we did your companions. Or two, you run. We will be taking our weapons back, and we will be leaving, freeing this town from your influence. Those are your options. Zick, Zick, tell them tell them to lay down their arms and strip off their armor, too. <laughs> Leave your weapons. Do you see the guards on the wall just set their bows down. They climb down and they walk out of town. All right. The two guards at the gate just walk away. Arwen, go get those go get the weapons that they that they left. On the top, those are probably going to be worth something. I'll go and get your uh, your mace and your mace and spear. I'll get your mace and spear, and I'll get your mace and crossbow. Great. Um. Yeah, I'll go get the bows. Can I use a normal bow? Is it long bows? Yeah, they're long bows. Do you have proficiency with a long bow or martial weapons? No, dang it! I, I just wanted, man. Never mind. Hey, I mean, you can take the time to train with it or pay someone. You know, you might be able to do that. Never mind. I'll just take uh, long the equivalent damage to a light crossbow. Uh, but oh, then I have a light crossbow. Never mind. All right. How many? How many longbows did Arwen pick up? Ten. Okay. And how many how many weapons do I find at the guards post? Just your guys's. Those they didn't leave through Hilltop has half a mind to chase after them just to make them drop their weapons, but Arwen grabs his cloak and just pulls him back. Yeah. No. All right. Now, now that that's done, I'm going to turn to the people climbing out of the wagon. You're all safe now. I don't all... know where we are. We have no way home. This is what town? You guys are in um, Quillreach. This is Quillreach in the Kingdom of Wayland. I, and I've raised my voice for this. I'm sure the people of this town who are still around would be happy to take you in and may allow you to make this your new home. Or, if you want to, Heltop says, scooching on over, handing Zick his two weapons, you can come back to us. Come back with us to the capital. You see the groups talking to each other. And some of them decide to stay in Quillreach. About six of them decided that they'll go back to Overshale with you. All right. Hey, Zick, that's actually uh, that cabin, or that, that wagon. That cabin. That wagon doesn't look too bad. Think we could take it? There's a horse for it? Not at this point. 
I'm going to turn to the captain of the guard. Where do you keep your horses? In the stable. How many you got? Just one. Mine. Well, it's not yours anymore. Hilltop, go get it. We'll hitch it up. All right. I'll be right back over here. Um, hey, Captain, where are the stables? By the gate. All right. And I'm Owen is jumping back and forth and like, can we lock him up? Can we lock him up? Like I, I'm child. motioning for him to climb into the wagon, the prisoner wagon. He and reluctantly I'm... does. And then I shut it. And uh, does he have, did he have the key for it? No. Well, I'm going to loot the bodies until I find the key and then I'm going to lock it. Okay, you find the key and lock it. All right, Hilltop brings the horse back and then says to, well, actually, hold on one second. Yep, don't have it. And says to the other two, all right, I think I could figure it out, but I've never quite hitched a horse up to a wagon before. Do either one of you two know what you're doing? Yeah, I have a zero in animal handling, so. Hang on. Arwen um, have the best chance because it's a wisdom skill. It's a wisdom? Uh, yeah. I have a plus four. So yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach over, cast guidance, and then help Arwen to give her advantage. Yeah, Arwen, you're an elf. You people are <laughs> tree huggers and animal lovers and whatnot. So I'm... me and Arwen are working together on this. And I good. am supporting them from the sidelines. So I roll with advantage? Yeah, you're rolling with advantage and you're adding a d4 from guidance. And a plus four from just my wisdom as well. Correct. And if you have proficiency, you also add that extra d4. I do not, sadly. Well, technically you are now. Uh, 21. You hit the horse with no problem. Great. (laughs) I'm going to give Arwen back her weapons as well. I forgot to do that. And then I would like to search the bodies for anything that we might have missed. You find nothing. I would kick one of these dead bodies as I walk past, but I respect the ground too much. All right, are we ready to go? Give it in. Right, and you see Overshale cresting the horizon as you're making it back into town. So you make it back. And you report in to Captain Gildor, turning your prisoner over to him. Lord Tavros rewards you 100 silver pieces. Then he turns to Hilltop. Elderman Hilltop, concerning your new lands. New lands? You are an Elderman now. You married a lady. What? Which means you inherited her lands. Well, what? Did you not know this? My love was my love is a lady. Octara is a lady. Her title's Lady Octara. Mistress Octara. I thought that was a job title for the caravan. But now that you are now an elderman and a lord in this land, there is the issue of the back taxes that are owed 
I, I'm I'm sorry, back taxes. Yes. Would you like to resolve those now or would you like to make payments? Now do keep in mind that the debt increases yearly if the taxes are not paid. Pay payments? In how hmm. How much? How much coin is that? The current debt is five hundred silver pieces. 